Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host and soul-centric leadership coach, Anastasia Burtnick. If you are a spiritual seeker looking to learn, grow, and make deep and lasting change in your life, you are in the right place, my friend. I'll be serving you up juicy topics on soul work, relationships, purpose, power, and everything in between. Together, we are going to dive deep into our hearts and souls so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. I have a very special guest today, and her name is Stephanie Rempel. And Stephanie is, first off, a very good friend of mine. Um, And she's also a very gifted intuitive healer and rebirth doula and coach who is here to help the world uh, by sharing her story um, so that they can heal. And she honestly keeps it so real and honest and vulnerable. And she loves to make people laugh. And you are going to get a lot of laughs in this episode. So for the most part, I left this episode unedited. So you're going to get some of the me figuring out how to interview a guest kind of thing on uh, on this episode. But you know what? It's so fun. There's a lot of like good quirks in it. And there's just such beautiful information. Um, at one point, we were both channeling spirit and just giving messages. And I'm sure you're going to feel it in the energy because while I was recording with Stephanie, I was constantly getting goosebumps. So I am so excited to have you listen to this episode and I can't wait to hear your feedback. Let's dive in. Hi everyone. And welcome to the next episode of the soul service podcast. Mm -hmm. I have an incredibly special guest with me here today and she's here with me live. So you are going to find some like laughs in here. This is going to be an amazing good time. And I'm so excited to welcome Stephanie Rempel onto the show today. (sighs) Yay. Hi, everyone. I'm literally waving at the microphone because I don't know what else to do with my hand. But anyways, I'm really, really excited to be here and um, yeah, to be on Anastasia's podcast. So thank you so much for inviting me. And I'm literally here at our house right now recording this in face-to-face, which is also really, really exciting. (laughs) So, yeah, do you want to introduce a thing about me, or am I just supposed to start talking? (laughs) Well, uh, well, I'll ask you questions. This is how this is going to (laughs) go. I actually love this. Like, we're just going to flow, and Mm -hmm. we're going to go back and forth. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is amazing. So I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I've been so excited to actually do this podcast with you and just share all of your beautiful wisdom and knowledge with everyone Mm. and your spirit and energy. It's just so vibrant, so big, so beautiful. So let's just dive into this. Yes, let's do it. (laughs) So we're going to talk a lot about spirit today and intuition and really how to trust yourself and knowing what that feels like um, at different times in your in your body and your soul and just knowing how to really know if you're making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we're going to talk a lot about today. Um, but first, Steph, why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Okay, so let me tell you guys a little bit about who I am. So First and foremost, um, before we started recording, we were just talking about how do you sum up a person into one little small paragraph? And so 
I think some of the most important things that I like to share about me are always that I am curious and I am creative. Those are two of the most important things to know about me, but just kind of on a more, um, you know, the stats about me. Um, I'm 30 years old. I'm married. My husband and I have been together for 13 years, which is crazy. Um, we have two little fur baby cats that I am beyond obsessed with, and I just love them so much. And if you guys like follow me on my Instagram, I just like post about how much I love them all the time. And I am a intuitive psychic. And so what does that mean? Great question. And that's such a big part of how do you fit all of this under the umbrella because all of the things are are so different but basically one of my most beautiful gifts that i'm really grateful to have is that i have the ability to connect with spirit um with the divine and really use that gift to help other people um just through the messages that i share through the guidance that i that i give but also through readings and coaching and and mentorships that I offer to not just connect with divine as a whole, but actually with, with my clients, individual spirit groups um, to customize what it is that each person needs to know and needs to hear like for their life right now. So that's kind of, that's kind of summing me up into a very, long sentence that if like you don't stop me I'll just keep talking and telling you things about myself <laughs> okay Steph it's time to stop yeah, well <laughs> rain it on in don't do my entire job for me now <laughs> I have to ask some questions okay I'll halt <laughs> no you're you're good um that was so amazing like I I love how you just explained exactly kind of what you do and who you are and mm. I had no idea you and Keith were together for 13 years. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. That's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a long time. <laughs> I know. I know. And to, and just for context for everyone that's listening, these gifts that I have, I only really like came into the concrete knowing that I had these gifts in October of 2018. So we're recording this in uh, December of 2019. So just over a year ago. And so, um, I know something that I get asked a lot, and I'm sure that you do too, is about having a partner when you are more like spiritual and you're kind of waking up and you're connecting mm -hmm. to all these things and your, your partner's like, sorry, what? Like, who are you talking to in your head? And what are you talking about? And you're having friends over for a moon ritual. Are you going to be howling in the backyard? Like these are all things that my husband has said to me. And so, um, jokingly of course but also because he's kind of like what the fuck is happening but um yeah I think that's that's like a really um a part of my story that I love talking about because this isn't being this way wasn't something that I always was having these gifts wasn't something that I've always known um but that the people in your life, while they can think that it's kind of different or strange or not really understand it, that they can still be really accepting of all of these things that come along with discovering these parts of yourself. So mm -hmm. I love sharing that part of the story. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's so neat. So I, I'm curious, how did you actually start coming into your psychic powers and how did you start your journey? Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things, and I, and I kind of have a feeling that this is this is the same for a lot of people. Oftentimes, 
I think that we start that awakening process before we even realize. Um, and then it's like, all of a sudden we kind of start learning more and knowing more and we look yeah. back and we're like, Oh wow. And I like have goosebumps about that. So consciously, when did I start waking up, you know, waking up, becoming, you know, into the knowing of all of the things it would have been the beginning of 2018. Um, I read the book, the universe has your back by Gabby Bernstein. Mm -hmm. And there was just something about the way that she spoke and the things that she talked about. I grew up not really having a higher power or a specific religion that I felt like really connected to. There were like things that I would kind of grab onto and say, well, that feels good for me. And that feels good to me. But like, this doesn't feel good for me. So then I wasn't sure like where to place what I believed. Mm -hmm. And when I started reading her book and just the way that she talks about just the universe being this like big, beautiful divine energy, I was just like, this is my missing piece. And it was literally just like this puzzle piece kind of clicked in and, um, it just made sense. And so, um, I listened to that and then just, started being aware of the ways that I was listening to my intuition and trusting myself. And turns out that these are things that I've been doing my whole entire life, but mm. didn't realize. Yeah. And so once I, as the year kind of progressed and I really came into the knowing, I went to my own spiritual healer for the first time. And when I was driving there, I was like, I know she's going to tell me things about myself. And of course, she did and, and kind of gave me some direction on, on where to look for my own gifts. And after that, it was really just like connecting to the things that I felt drawn to. And I started listening to a podcast that is actually from a fellow Winnipegger, which is um, where we're recording right now, Ashley Wood. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to be on this podcast is because one of the biggest ways that I started realizing that I had this thing I could do and that thing I could do and oh, this isn't normal for everyone was by listening to this podcast because she would have guests on and they would be sharing about their own kind of spiritual things or spiritual gifts. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. Well, I do that. Or like, I can do that. Or I have dreams about things and then they happen. That doesn't happen to everyone. It's like, there were all of these weird things where, because they'd always been normal to me mm -hmm. and I just assumed that they were normal for everyone else. I never really like made a thing about them. And then once I started talking about it, people were like, no stuff like that doesn't happen to me. Like, I think that's just the you thing. And I was like, Oh, like people don't think about their grandma and then she calls them, you know, five <laughs> minutes later, like, oh. And so I really started piecing together all of this stuff and, and it just like, like grew and got stronger and got stronger and got stronger. And that kind of rolls into um, what I really wanted to talk about today, um, which is how to know one of the biggest questions I get from people is, how to know what to trust. How do I trust myself? How do I know if I'm making the right choice? How do I know if I'm doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. And um, that's like one of the things that I really wanted to share with the listeners today is, is kind of what all of that looks like, because I think I've, 
again, like I said, without even really realizing it, I've always listened to my intuition without even realizing that that's what I was doing. And again, from speaking with so many people and having lots of people ask me questions, I realized that that's not something that comes as easily to others as it has come to me. Mm -hmm. So I want to um, share some of the, some of the things that the listeners can look for and, and do like within themselves to strengthen their own knowledge, gifts, abilities, and just find that trust within themselves. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to dive into that. Me too. More. Oh my gosh. So I love that you've just had that ability to really trust your intuition just all along, even without necessarily being aware of it. I know. That is such a special gift. And it is very true that not everybody has that innate ability because so many of us have been trained out of it where we may have been able to do that at one point so many of us have just completely shut that off mm-hmm. and I know that for many years that was almost like me I had little hits here and there and looking back I can recognize those hits mm-hmm. of intuition but for the most part I know I had turned it off for many many years mm-hmm. so I it's it's beautiful to see all the different journeys and how some people you, like like yourself you just manage to have that intuition throughout it. And then other people have to really work to get it Mm -hmm. again. So no, if you're listening to this, if you're not one of those people who just has the ability to (laughs) recognize their intuition right away, that's okay. There's no right or wrong way to be on your journey. It's your journey Mm -hmm. and it's specific to you. And we're here to give you amazing tools. And like Steph said, the reason that she was able to, start recognizing this is because she had the tools given to her like podcasts like we're doing right now exactly so it makes such a huge difference and I'm so grateful that we can be here today just talking to all of you about this so exciting (laughs) so um Anastasia and I were discussing yesterday like what what specifically did we want to talk about and I had a feeling that something or like a feeling or a knowing that something was going to come to me and every morning when I wake up Um, I always do gratitude and then I just kind of close my eyes and I ask spirit, I just say, what's something that I need to know for today? I ask that every morning and just know that this is something all of you can do. It's not, everybody has the ability to connect with their spirit guides. So um, the fact that I do this is not, I'm not special for it. So just know that you can do that too. And so what downloaded to me this morning, what kind of was dropped into my mind. I want to read it to you guys because it rolls into what I want to share. It says the purest form of highest power is not always found in the church. It's not a geographical location. It's found when you come home to yourself. Oh my gosh. I have goosebumps. (sighs) Right. (sighs) And so when I, when I wrote this down this morning, I was like, Ooh, like, I feel like this is something that, that we should talk about. And then I had a friend, my friend, Kristen, um, she sent me a message today asking about how she was kind of, she had something that she was leaning into. And I know that she won't mind me showing this, you know, for the world to hear. She had something that she was really like leaning into and wanting to try. And she was just having a little bit of uncertainty. So she asked her guides, okay, show me this specific thing as a sign. I think she'd said a blue jay. Like if this is what I meant to do, show me a sign, show me this blue jay. 
And she said, and you know, she's like, and I didn't see it. I didn't see one. And I was really disappointed. And so she was asking me, cause she, she said, she's like, I know like you trust your intuition so well and you're killing it and you're, you know, you're doing great with these things. So what do you do when this happens? And I was like, Hmm, what do I do when this happens? And one of the things that, again, that I love doing when I recognize that questions that a lot of people are asking me are not always something where I was really challenged. And so then I say, okay, if everybody's asking me these questions, it must mean that like people are really needing some guidance with this. And if this isn't something that I struggled with, what did I do differently? Because then when I look at that, I can say, okay, what did I do differently that I can help people to, to then do that same thing so that they can get more comfortable with this within themselves. And one of the number one things that I have done is that I very rarely look for external validation with anything. Mm -hmm. And it's not, and I mean, of course, I ask people for opinions. I ask for advice. I listen to podcasts. I read things. I research things. It's not that I'm just like walking around being like, I know everything. It's, not, <laughs> it's most definitely not that at all because I have made about a hundred million <laughs> mistakes in my life by doing things wrong and, and learning from them. But it's more of the sense of, um, I'm not really like, I don't do that thing where I'm like grasping, 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 trying to make sense of something that I don't understand outside of myself. And so, um, so this is what I wanted to share with, with everyone today is that oftentimes when we are trying to find an answer, when we're trying to trust ourselves, when we're trying to make a decision. And then of course we're worrying, is this the right thing? Should I do this? Should I not do this? And we're trying to like sink into our hearts and, and trust that we're, that we're connecting to that soul guidance. And of course it's so great to ask the universe for signs and, and to get direction, but know that there is nothing outside of yourself that is going to give you more clarity than what you already have inside of you. Mm, And so my belief is that when you have a concrete knowing or understanding or like your spirit guides or your soul knows something is right for you. And like maybe in your subconscious, you know it, but you might have those like fears and worries and just beliefs that, you know, that make us so human, um, in your conscious mind, those are kind of where those hesitations come in. Mm -hmm. So then when we're, when we're having that fear of that doubt within ourselves, then we're like, I'm going to listen to 16 podcasts. I'm going to ask all of my friends. I'm going to poll everyone I know. I'm going to read all of this stuff to try to find the answer. But really what you're kind of saying to yourself is like, I'm trying to find my answer. But the thing is, your answer is really found within yourself. Yes. And so it's like, okay, cool, Steph. Well, what if I just don't know? And so <laughs> one of the things that I do, because like I said, of course, I, I run things by people that I trust. I ask for opinions. I do research. I listen to podcasts. But the most important thing to do is to take something that you're listening to, even this podcast here, for example, take what you're listening to and don't grab on to 
everything that you hear and everything that you read and say, this must be my answer. This is my truth. This is mine too. Listen to it. Take it in. And whatever comes into you that says, I relate to this, this connects to me, take that as a hint, as guidance, as an idea, but also know that there might be some that doesn't. There might be some that doesn't relate. There might be a piece of my story or a piece of what I share or a piece of what you hear from someone else that you're like, this piece makes sense for me, but this piece doesn't make sense for me. Let the piece that doesn't make sense go and then take that piece in that does make sense but still, don't say, this is exactly how Steph said it worked for her, so that's how it's going to work for me. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Take that in and say, okay, this is what worked for Steph, but how do I feel like I can take this and make it work for me or have it make sense for my life? Yes. Because we're all different. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the biggest things that I've done is I've taken the outside things and then brought them into myself instead of trying to find it out here. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And everything, everything we learn about, everything we hear, they're guidelines for us. Exactly. They're guidelines. They're not absolute rules or laws. There is not, there is no one specific thing that says you have to be a certain mm -hmm. way. Exactly. We get to choose. And that's the beautiful thing about being a soulful being, being a divine being within this human experience is that we get to choose mm -hmm. and we find ourselves, we trust ourselves and we start listening to that inner voice. And I actually think it's so interesting. Um, I got this, this little hit while, while you were talking, but that blue jay, the fact that mm. your friend was saying that she was disappointed that she didn't see it. That was her sign right there, yes, right? That's, that's your intuition because she was disappointed. So her soul was telling her that that was the right step. And that's why she was sad when she didn't see a blue jay because she wanted to see it. But exactly. sometimes you can't make something appear in mm -hmm. front of you, especially if you have those blocks, if you have those fears, because sometimes those fears are actually what you're putting out there. So then if mm -hmm. you really want a blue jay to appear, but you're afraid that it won't and you don't believe that it will as your sign, that blue jay is not going to mm -hmm. appear. But or that, that you're afraid that it will. Yes. Because then that means now I have to take action and try something new and set this scary thing in motion, which is exciting. And, but then there's resistance to that too. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like, ugh, 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 which again is, is why it's so important to, to like, to go inward. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you are the only person that can actually know what's best for you mm -hmm. because you can ask all the people in the world what they think you should do, but they can only give you what is best for them for you to do. Yes. Through the lens of like what they've experienced in the world. And yeah. that's one of the things that, um, it's December right now and I'm just in my third month of doing life coaching. And what I've realized, um, I started, so I've had October, November and, and December. And what I've realized is like what my goal with my life coaching was when I, when I started it was as a rebirth doula, which is kind of the, I know, I guess like one of the terms that I've, that I've been given is being a rebirth doula. What my goal at the start of it, and, and still is, is to help my clients that come to me for this mentorship to help them 
figure out what's keeping them stuck, what's holding them back. So to determine like what that is, so it could be behaviors, beliefs, it could be relationship, it could be workplace, it could be a geographical location, whatever that is, figure out what that is, why it's there, why it's keeping you blocked, and then how to let it go, release it, lay it to rest and let it die so that then you can step into this rebirth and get more in alignment with like where you're meant to be in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so that is, and, and, you know, was, and is my intention still moving forward, but like the sneakiest underlayer of what I realize that I've been doing with my girls is most importantly, teaching them how to trust themselves, mm-hmm. which has been so amazing to see because Um, I mean, I think we all know this, that it's like, we can go to every seminar, listen to every like, you know, like Deepak Chopra, like listen to everybody that has all this magical wisdom to say, but until we dig in and realize how that really like applies to ourselves, we kind of keep it separate. And so, um, one of the things that I do when I'm working with my girls is, um, I, connect with them, of course, and ask them questions. What's happening? What's going on? Where do you feel like you're blocked? And as they start talking and sharing and and telling me what happens in my mind is I start seeing a timeline of things. It kind of starts like presenting itself to me. And as that's kind of spreading out among what they're sharing, their spirit group starts dropping things to me. They start giving me questions. They start showing me things. The more that my client is is speaking, I'll start going back in their timeline. I'll start seeing specific things. Oftentimes it will take me back to something in something in childhood where beliefs or certain things were impacted upon them that have kind of given them this block or led them to where they are today. And but, but throughout all of it, I ask them questions. So it's not just me sitting there saying, these are your problems and this is what you need to do. It's like, okay, what happened with this? Or your group is sharing this with me, or I'm feeling called to tell you this story because this story about something that I've learned or that's happened in my life, because it's a similar experience for you. What are you feeling about that? What are you thinking? What is this bringing up for you? Mm -hmm. Because with that, it helps them take themselves to that place, to that spot, to that place, to where the thing is. And then like always my girls go, whoa, like I, I didn't even realize that that's where this was coming from. Yeah. And then, um, they'll ask me like, well, do you think this is this? Or do you think this is this? Or, or maybe blah, 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 blah. And I'll always go, what do you think? And they're like, I knew you were going to say that. I'm like, yeah, because I want to encourage people again, trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself, because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's the most important thing any of us can do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and one of my girls, Lindsay, she said, she's like, what you are teaching me is that not that you are my guru or that anyone else is my guru. You're teaching me, actually, I think Lindsay and Lisa might've said this, teaching me that like, I'm my own guru. I'm Mm -hmm. like, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) mic drop. But, and and that's really what it's about, again, is like leaning into ourselves because again, no one, no one knows what's best for you other than you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I absolutely adore our role as coaches because we get to be the beautiful mirror and lighthouse that just guides mm-hmm. you on your path. Mm-hmm. You're your own little boat in the ocean doing your own little thing, but we're just shining a light and helping you see where to go and avoid some of the rocks. I know. So beautiful. I know. It's sometimes I just like take a step back and I'm like, this is so amazing. Like to be able to help people in this way and and especially like I said help people discover their own love their own trust their own truth because some context for me is that I lived I've lived a lot of my life trying to be what I thought I was supposed to be mm. trying to be what I thought I wanted to be yes um and and one of those things one of the things about it that I think it's so hard for us to wrap our heads around is that we forever have the right to change our mind about anything we decided. It could literally be like the boots that you're wearing today or what you thought your life path and life career was going to be. Because for me, I wanted to be a hairstylist from the time I was seven or eight years old. I was like, this is going to be my life. This is all I'm ever going to do. And I even remember saying, this is like so morbid, but I even remember saying like, if my hands ever got cut off, I don't even know what I would do. Like, who says that? Who says that? It's like so dramatic, which just like leans into who I am as a person. But so I was a hairstylist for, for 12 years. And last year I came to the realization of knowing like, my subconscious had known for a long, long time. And I was pretending I didn't know, but my conscious mind eventually realized you're not meant to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. And that was so hard for me because the story I had told myself for so long was you are a hairstylist. This is what you're meant to do. This is your identity. And I had such a hard time letting, like allowing myself to let that part of me die. Yeah. Right. To let that, like lay that part of me to rest. And so, um, again, that's just part of that trust and that intuition. And if there's a question that you have, I'm like, this is so cool. Cause I, even though we're recording this right now and no one's actually listening to it live, I can already feel the energy of, of people that are going to be listening to this. And so I'm okay. I'm about to channel something. Okay. Here's what's happening. So <laughs> Whatever it is that you have on your mind right now, when you think about that, the story that you've told yourself about how this is supposed to be for you and how this is meant to be for you, whatever that story that you have in your mind right now that you're going, oh, wow, the resistance I'm having towards this thing is because I always thought this is what I wanted or I thought this is what I'm supposed to be. Allow yourself to go back and and remember that the person that you were when you made that choice, when you made that decision, when you thought this is how my life is supposed to be or this is what I want out of my life, the person that you were when you made that decision is not the same person that you are now. So you have to let yourself go back and say, okay, this is who I was then. But this is all the ways that I have grown, that I've healed, that I've changed, that I've learned new things about myself. 
So it's okay if this thing that I feel that is such an important part of my identity, if you don't feel like that thing is for you anymore, give yourself permission to let it go. Give yourself permission to start laying that old identity to rest and realizing that there's a new beautiful, magical, wonderful path that is more in alignment for the person that you are today, right now in this exact moment that you are listening to this. So just beautifully give yourself permission to let that go because that's what's holding you back from stepping into alignment with where you're meant to be now. It's just that old story of what you thought you were supposed to be, who you thought you were supposed to be, and also who you wanted to be. It's okay to know, I don't want to be that person anymore. And allow yourself to then come back forward to the present so that you can move forward in alignment with what the version of you now wants your life to be and wants your life to look like. <sighs> okay, I'm back now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I love that. That was so beautiful. I could actually hear, like I had the words coming into my own head as you were speaking. Like, I feel like we were dual channeling. It's so magic. Oh, it's amazing. Mm. Mm. Let's take, like, let that sit yeah, in for a minute. Let's let that sink in. Mm. I also want to remind you that wherever you are in your life and as you're making these transitions, as you're making these choices, as you have these fears coming up, don't beat yourself up for the choices you made in the past. I want to remind you that any choice you made, whether you view it as a mistake or not, was the best choice you could have made at that time with the knowledge and the healing and the amount of spirit you had within you at that point you could not have done better than you did and as you move forward in this life every single choice you make moving forward is going to be more informed you're going to be more connected to spirit because you are growing in each moment and you are never actually going to repeat the same mistakes because you are growing so just let yourself grow. Let yourself be on this journey without judgment, without resentment, without feeling guilty because you feel like you should have done better. There is no you should have done better. You did your best in that moment and that is the absolute truth. In every single moment, you are always doing your absolute best and that does not look the same moment to moment. Sometimes your best feels like this big monumental thing. And sometimes your best is this small little niggle of just making a simple choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know there are, just as you were speaking, I was leaning into just some memories from last year that once I was done at the hair salon, I think December 21st, 
mm-hmm. was my, was my last day, December 21st of, of 2018. So I'm coming up on, on one year. And so once I left that space and I felt as though, okay, now that I'm not here, I can just truly be who I am. Mm. Because when I was going into that space, I felt like, and was in some ways told that I I had to be a certain way there, that there were parts of me that, that I wasn't meant to bring into that workspace. And so it was like, I was going there kind of as like, just a little glimmer of myself. Mm -hmm. And then I would leave work and I would be who I am. And so when, when I was completely done, I remember just like in the months, in the months afterwards, just because I was fully being who I was and just like recognizing how amazing and how good that that felt, Mm -hmm. I was like, I had some times where I was like so pissed off at myself because as reflecting back, I was like, I was so sad. Like I was doing myself such a disservice by going there and not being who I was. And I was like mad at myself. I was like, how could you let like what other people thought and other people's limiting beliefs and all of that stuff reflect onto you and to take those on as your own. Like I was so pissed off at myself, but of course, like you said, I was doing the best that I could do at that time. Mm -hmm. And the best that I could do was just to like go there and let those little glimmers of myself be shown, you know, to my clients and and to the people that, that were there that really cared about me. And again, there was such a beautiful lesson there for me to learn because I lived a really big portion of my, of, you know, that last year, not feeling like I could be who I was. Mm -hmm. So then I have such a great appreciation for the fact that I can just show up in the world now and be me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would never, even though I had some frustrated moments about that, I would never take that experience back because I, I really fully got to learn what it felt like to show up as like a spark of myself instead of my full, just like blindingly sunshine version of who I am. <laughs> and so same thing for anyone that's listening there's always something so beautiful to be learned about whatever we experienced in those moments. So when you do have those times where you think back and you're like, I could have done this, or I should have done this, or what if I had done this? It's like, instead of that, say, what did that experience teach me? What Mm -hmm. did I learn from that? Because there's always something that we learn Mm -hmm. always, always, always. Absolutely. And it boils (sighs) down to, you don't know until you know, Mm -hmm. you can't change that. Exactly. And another really great um, layer that I want to add into, because even sometimes for me, I'm, I'm very, very connected to my knowing, to my intuition. I always have been. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes even for me, there are times when I'll sink in to myself and I don't have a clear answer. And then I connect with my guides and I don't receive like a definite feeling of a, this option or this option or, you know, asking for the signs or whatever. And, and nothing's clear. One of the most important things to know about when you get to this level, when you're still not having clarity is to know that if you don't have clarity, it's because there is more information to come. 
So don't, don't like sit on this one thing and beat yourself up. And why can't I figure this out? And why don't I know now? Because that's a thing too. It's, it's almost 2020. We want everything and we want it now. (laughs) We want automatic (laughs) responses. We want to send a text and we want them to respond now. And we want Amazon Prime. So it comes to our house in two days, you know, all of that stuff. But sometimes it's either that there's something that information that's still meant to come to us. Maybe there's something that we're still meant to learn, or maybe there's another piece that's completely outside of our control that is meant to fall into place before we have the options and the answers. Mm -hmm. And so just know that if you're not getting a clear answer, it doesn't mean that you suck, that you can't trust your intuition, that your spirit (laughs) guides aren't listening to you. Like it doesn't mean any of that. It just means, okay, there must be more information to come. And I trust that when that information comes to me or when it falls into place, I will have more clarity on what I meant to do here. Mm-hmm. Cause so often our spiritual ego comes in. And I had one time where I accidentally called that a spiritual eagle. Oh. <laughs> and now sometimes I just like, I picture it, the, the spiritual ego, ego, <laughs> anyway. Um, it comes in and it wants to tell us, oh, you don't have the answers because you haven't healed enough because something's wrong with you because you have more shadow work to do. And, you know, right. (laughs) And sometimes it's just, it's not any of that at all. It's not Mm -hmm. like, it's not that we haven't healed enough or learned enough or asked ourselves the right question or dug into the wrong yucky mucky shadow area. Sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's just that we have discovered and learned things and there's more information to come that might be outside of ourselves. And we just have to practice patience for that answer to come to us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think another important thing to, to note is sometimes we don't even have to figure it out because it's, sometimes it's not even ours. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we come in, especially when we are empathic, um, we come into contact with people and we pick something up and we might be feeling like, why, why am I feeling this way? I look, I don't understand. I've been doing the work. Like I've been trying to journal this out. And then when we just, when we just let it go, it just, sometimes it just goes away because it might not even belong to us. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's the case too. Mm-hmm. And that's such a good question to ask yourself. And, and for myself as a reflector in human design, mm-hmm. I'm very spongy. And so a question that I like, <laughs> so I just picture you yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so oftentimes when I'm kind of going through, like, let's say I'll have like a weird feeling come over me mm-hmm. or some, like a bit of anxiety hit. And, um, after I healed, I, I did like some major healing with some of my own beliefs. And, and once I did that, I don't have anxiety that often anymore. It doesn't hit me very often. And I, this is just an example, but I had a couple of weeks ago, it was actually on black Friday. I had a client that was coming over for a reading in my home. So a real life in real life reading. And about 20 minutes before she came up, came over, I just had like all of these physical feelings of anxiety come over me. And I was like, weird because mm. I don't have that happen very often anymore. And it kind of came over me and I was going through it and I was like, 
am I feeling this? Is this happening? And I was kind of going through my little Rolodex of things. And I was like, no, well, like I'm good. And then my husband came home and, and I was feeling it when he was talking to me and I was like, okay, is he tr like, is he triggering something in me? And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And so I was just like, okay, like, I guess I don't really know what this is whatever. Okay. And then when my client came over, as soon as she got there, I was like, oh, this is hers. Mm -hmm. It was from her that I was feeling. And so, um, you know, we went through the reading and everything was great. And as soon as she left, it was gone. And so a question that I, that I will often ask myself is, is what I'm feeling mine or is it someone else's? Or is what I'm feeling mine or is it coming from somewhere else? Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes when we start feeling a way, we're trying to figure out what caused this, where is this coming from, what's happening? And sometimes, like you said, we might not get an answer. We might, it might be something that we've picked up from someone else. It might not be ours. It might be like a ripple or an echo of like something that's coming back to us. And so sometimes there's so much peace in being like, I'm feeling a certain way right now and I can't identify what it is. And that's okay because I don't think this is mine mm -hmm. and just leave it at that. Yeah. Sometimes the spiritual seekers, we like to overanalyze everything mm. and we can get stuck in that trap. So learning how to just leave things be for a while mm -hmm. is so key because sometimes we get more information and then we can work on it deeper and other times it just goes away because it wasn't in fact ours mm -hmm. and it's just about giving ourselves the the space to let it just sit there and then also just having that patience because we can get so impatient like mm -hmm. the amazon prime like why isn't it here now? <laughs> right? Like I was like stalking the mail waiting for my cat tree to show up last week just because I was excited to set it up. But yeah. <laughs> we want everything to happen so automatically. Yes. And it's, it's not, I mean, not everything's meant to be that way. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just, I think that that's such an important thing to just ask ourselves, is this mine? And, and again, in that answer, you might be like, I'm not sure. But if it, keeps coming up and that same feeling comes up again and it comes up again. Okay. Then you might be able to go, I think this is mine. What's happening here. But like Anastasia said, if you, if you think about it and you release it and it doesn't come back, well, then it was, it was someone else's. And something important that I'm feeling called to point out is that when we talk about healing, it's so easy, you know, to think of it as like healing and going in and really doing that like nitty gritty shadowy work, digging in, but healing is also joy and mm -hmm. happiness and resting and dancing and all of that stuff, especially because so many of us listening were raised to have a lot of wounded masculine mm. tendencies and we are yes. kind of raised coming on what I'm hoping is the tail end of a lot of this wounded patriarchal type of stuff. And so, um, healing for so many of us is leaving space for happiness, leaving space for joy, leaving space for dancing and just for being. Mm 
-hmm. that is healing too. And I think it's so important to point that out that healing can also just feel really fucking good. It doesn't always have to be (laughs) gross and messy and yucky. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I actually took this last week. I was feeling, I was on the edge of burnout because I've been doing so much. I've been, I mean, I've created this podcast and I've been in that, I've been in my divine masculine, but I've been in go, 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 do, mm. do, do, like put everything into, into action and into place. And I was on the edge of burnout. So even though it sounds counterintuitive, I went and I painted my living room Mm. and I spent five days painting. And although physically I was exhausted, I was in my feminine and I was just letting myself create and putting my energy into my home. And that was so beautiful. I was listening to music and I was dancing and I was painting while singing to Dominic the donkey. And I was, (laughs) I was like in my living room and it was, I was having the time of my life and it was amazing. And, you know, I gave myself the permission to do that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm back in my workflow again. Mm-hmm. And it's a balance. That or, harmony between. Yeah, it's not even, I don't mm. like the word balance. I love the word harmony because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a, you're flowing and there's, there's ebbs and there's flows and it's never 50, 50. You're always moving in and out of each energy and you'll start feeling it when you are feeling burnt out and like you feel like you need some creation in your life and some movement. That's when you go into that. You give your per- yourself permission to be in joy, mm-hmm. and then you give yourself permission to go back into action. Yes. And it's it's a flow. It's a dance. It's and every facet of that is healing. Yes, and that's the magic. And for those of you who can't see us at home, which is everyone, I just did <laughs> magic jazz hands with spirit fingers. <laughs> And so did Anastasia. <laughs> it's how the real healing happens. Yes. You just do a bunch of magic fingers in front of That's your face. That's all it takes, folks. <laughs> That's the real secret here. <laughs> you know what? It's not going to hurt. Just saying. <laughs> it's actually very fun. Just like power posing. I'm a big fan yes. of power posing. Yes. What's that book? Um, Cuddy? Amy Cuddy? The I don't know. Presence? I think it's called Presence. Oh, mm-hmm. I like know. not presence as in gifts from Santa, but like presence as in the presence that you take up in a space. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. I went to like the dark side. I'm thinking like there's a presence in this house. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's more like <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> like your presence when you go into a space because it's like if you walk in and you're like Meh, and you're just kind of like sad kitty. Well, then you know the presence that others feel from you is going to be sad kitty but if you walk in and you have like your presence of like having like a power pose or just like that the energy you feel about yourself is good then that's felt and that goes forward so posing that's one of my go-to tools i actually talked about it if you if you're you listened to a couple podcasts ago i talked about power posing and how Mm. that really helps you ground into your body especially when you're feeling that overwhelming spiritual energy sometimes and like or like that sensitivity if you power pose and you ground like that you just you come into your body and you can feel yourself open and Mm. and just solidify and it's it's amazing I encourage you to power pose all the time (laughs) when we're done this podcast we're just gonna stand in this room and power pose the whole time just kidding we're doing it right now uh with sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. <sighs> so, Steph, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you, so the way you connect with spirit is very different in many ways to how a lot of people would connect with spirit because, um, connecting, I, I find like for myself, I connect very differently than you do. And mm-hmm. I do get divine downloads, but, um, I don't connect to my spirit group and guides the same way you do. So mm-hmm. can you explain some of the differences between how you connect versus yeah. how the rest of us might connect? Yeah. So the way that I connect, and again, just know that this isn't something like I didn't just wake up one day and be like, this is what I do. Like it really like, it had to strengthen over time. And again, this comes down to that, the trusting and the knowing of what feels right for you. So I learned about just connecting with your spirit group. That Mm -hmm. is something that when I heard about that, it made sense to me. So just like getting into a, like breathing into a bit of a meditative state and just like, like saying, like calling them in and asking, okay, like, I'd like to connect with my spirit group now to receive guidance. And that's basically what I started doing because that felt right for me. And what that looked like for me at the beginning was I would just ask questions. Sometimes it was specific, but sometimes it was just, what do I need to know today? Mm -hmm. And I would just trust whatever came into my mind and know that at the beginning of doing this, you're 100% going to be like, I just made that up. Like that didn't come from spirit that literally I just made that up in my own head. Like know that because your ego is, is going to come in and say things like that to you. But then you have to say, no, no, no. I trust that I'm, that I'm receiving. And that's what I did. And I would just write and write and write and write whatever was like coming to my mind, coming to my mind, coming to my mind. So that's how it started with me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I realized how, um, my dream space, how important of a place that that is for me to receive messages and to receive downloads. Um, and also, um, dream, like I actually, my soul astral travels and I go and help people and do things kind of the same way that I do things in the real world. But that's a whole different story for a whole nother day. Maybe we'll come back and talk about that another time. Um, but when I connect and when I do my readings, what I experience is it's almost as though I see things in my mind. So I don't see spirit or energy or, you know, dead people or whatever, like in front of me in the real world, everything I I see and experience is like behind my closed eyes. And so when I connect, spirit will show me colors. They'll show me words. They'll show me visions, kind of like analogies for what they want me to share. But for the most part, because I am a conduit, what that means is like, I'm a connector. So spirit basically like gives me like words basically into my mind and they just come flowing out. So it's not as though they tell me something and I hear it and then I say it. It's basically like the words are coming in and coming out at the same time, like a downward rain spout. And so I'm sure if you guys, even if you like go back and kind of re-listen to that part where I was channeling, I sound different. Mm -hmm. I sound different. And I'm sure even, um, Anastasia can attest to this. My, um, like my, my body changes the way that my hand movements, they, my hand movements do different things. Um, that something changes when I really start channeling from, from that space. And so that is what that's like for me. But 
again, what I think is most important about that is, and for anyone that's listening, take what you're hearing from me now and say, okay, well, this is how Steph connects. And then say, okay, what to me feels like is calling me in and what doesn't? Because I know I have a lot of girlfriends who really connect to tarot or oracle cards to receive their guidance. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was never really something that really, really spoke to me. So again, that's what's so important about all of the beautiful, wonderful healing modalities that are out there and ways to connect and ways to receive guidance. Like spirit group, um, tarot, maybe like a pendulum or maybe like tea leaves or whatever, all of the different ways that are out there. Know that there might be things that are out there that are very, very popular, but know that it's okay if you don't feel called to them. Just mm -hmm. like lean into what feels right for you to learn more about or for you to try out. And that's again, what all comes down to of trusting your intuition of where it's calling you because maybe it is calling you to look at tarot. Maybe it is calling you to sit in meditation and just be like spirit group connect with me now. You know, like <laughs> maybe that's what it's doing. Or maybe, maybe when you heard me say dreams, maybe you went, Oh wow. Like I am a vivid dreamer and I feel like there are messages in my dreams. Maybe that's what's speaking to you. And if it is, Trust that that's what you're meant to ask about. Trust that that's where you're meant to research or to lean into, or again, like to find if there's something that I've, that I've spoken about today that you've been like, it's me, it's me. Like, that's me. Just like send me a message on Instagram and, and we can totally connect. Like I'm totally down for sharing or, or like any questions anyone has, like hit me in the DMS. I'm totally down for that. There is nothing too weird that you could ask me. I have had everything received in my Instagram inbox trust. <laughs> like I don't want any dick pics, but other than that, everything <laughs> is okay to be sent through. Like I'm, I'm here to help with any questions that you might have, but be prepared for me to say, what do you think? What do you feel? What are you feeling called into? Because again, I'm here to share and to guide, but not to like tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And remember that all of the, the different ways that we do connect with spirit, they're tools. Yeah. There's just, they're just different tools that we can use. Mm -hmm. And at some point, um, like Steph now her own self is a tool. Mm -hmm. So, and you, you, a lot of you will get to that point where you no longer need physical tools like crystals and pendulums and, and cards to connect and receive messages and you become the tool itself. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different ways. That... We are the crystal. Yes. We are the pendulum. We are the oracle card. We yes. are the trees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We had a whole conversation about that because we had, she had allergy testing earlier. We did not record that part. Yeah. Um, but I was saying that when I had allergy testing done, the, they told me that I was allergic to trees and, and pollen and grass and the outdoor world. And they were like, you should wear a mask. And I was like, no, like, that ain't ever going to happen. How are you going to like properly absorb the energy of like mother earth if you're wearing a mask, like yeah. a, like a SARS mask. That's yeah. what I remember from when we were kids, when that was like a problem. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bitch, I am a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I am living that tree life. <laughs> <sighs> so, so good. good. So good. 
so one of the things I want to um, point out to all of you listening is that the other thing that's very different is not everybody sees. So I used to feel very alone in this because people would do guided meditations and guided meditations always ask you to visualize. And I pretty much cannot visualize. It's very rare for me to actually get images in my mind. It's usually for me just blackness. But so the way I see is actually by feeling. Mm. Um, so for me, I feel like I am almost like somebody who's, who's blind and I'm feeling everything with my other senses. So I can tell you, like I can feel colors and I can feel like the room i can feel where things are um when i do get messages it's it's all about feeling for me some people it's all about hearing and then other people are visual and then sometimes you get a mix of them so know that if you are not seeing something or maybe you only hear or maybe you only feel things that's okay then there's nothing wrong with you Mm -hmm. you're not broken we're all just very different and that's beautiful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly and that's why like i said Um, that I was so excited to be on the podcast because again, that was something for me that just helped me so much is listening to others gifts and, and taking, okay, this is something that I have. Well, that's not something that I can do, but that's really cool. Jealous, you know, for people Mm -hmm. that see auras or see energy, I have some friends that are able to see aura in real life. And I'm like, Oh, I wish I had that. But, and then there are things about me that they're like, I wish I could do that thing. But what it's really about again is like not focusing on the lack, but focusing on, okay, if, if this is what I have the ability to do or what I'm feeling called to or what I'm feeling drawn to know that that's your own special gift and that that's what's meant to be strengthened. That's what you're meant to lean into and know that that specific thing is your own like built in tool of how you can learn to trust even more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm also feeling really called to tell you that when you're working with someone, um, so if you're working with a coach or a guide and they're not you like if they haven't picked up on the fact that you maybe are only auditory or you only feel things or, and you're not very visual, tell them Mm. because we get so like when we're working with people, we get so many downloads, but sometimes there's just a little thing that we might miss. So that communication, just communicate that. And then, because when we know that information as we're coaching you or as somebody else is coaching you, then it just helps us connect so much deeper into you. And then we understand each other on an even deeper soul level. We don't, Mm -hmm. just because we're getting downloads doesn't mean we know everything. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I love that. I love that. One of the things I always say um, when I'm doing readings and when I'm connecting for people, I always say, I'm on like a need, like me, Stephanie, is on a need to know basis with spirit. So when I do a reading, it's not like they're showing me a timeline for my client's whole entire life and every single thing about them and like their favorite Care Bear t-shirt that they had when they were three. I don't see all of that stuff unless for some reason it's relevant, but there sometimes are like bits and pieces of what's most important that, that can be missed because like you said, there's often a lot of things coming down and coming through. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, it's important to just like share and, and let us know like, Oh, I communicate best in this way. Or like, I have trouble visualizing, but I hear better or whatever, because, um, 
that's kind of sometimes the best way that we know to, to help others. Like when you're working with someone, it's okay to, to share because yeah, like we're getting so much stuff. Mm -hmm. It was, it was funny. Um, I did a reading with Steph actually back in June Mm -hmm. and right after that reading. Um, so I used to have, um, these periods where I was feeling very, very connected and, um, and I could always hear spirit. And then I'd have these periods where I felt like I was completely disconnected. And what my group told me through staff is that I was putting up walls around my heart mm. and it was like, it was too much. Cause my, so your spirit group, your guides get so excited when you're open and they just want to give you all the information. So they're like mine, like throw things at me down, down like this shiny pink ladder, I think it was, <laughs> or something, or slide, but they were giving me so much information that I was getting overwhelmed, and mm-hmm. I actually had to ask my guides, and this is important, um, to slow down and be gentle with me, so I actually have this note on my computer, and it says, guides, use some lube. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that before, and I was like, I gotta ask what that means, <laughs> and that's what it is. It's, it's literally a reminder for myself to talk to my guides and say, hey, like, be gentle with mm-hmm. me. Use some lube, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Use some lube. Here for the lube. Yeah. Totally. And I think, and I think too, because it's the spirit world and it's not something we can see, we therefore think that it's something we have no control over. And that really isn't the case at all. We, especially with our spirit group, they are here to serve us. They're here to help us. They're here to guide us. And so we can let them know, okay, like I'm tired or this everything you've given me is really overwhelming. Can you please slow down, like Mm -hmm. slow down, be gentle with what you're giving me that kind of thing. Because like, like Anastasia was saying that happened to her because she didn't have the knowing that she could do that. And, and, and all of that stuff, then her own like fear and ego and worry would put up those walls so that those messages couldn't even be received. Mm-hmm. And so just know that, um, and, and same thing, if you're like, I don't, I don't connect. I can't connect. Sometimes what happens too, is if spirit's been trying to connect with you and you haven't been listening, they get sometimes a little bit shy. And then they're like, Oh, like we don't want to like give her these signs or these messages because she literally has never listened to us for the last 20 years, you know, <laughs> which like, so, so sorry. You can just let them know. Okay. Spirit, like I'm here for it. I'm ready to receive, be gentle with me. I'm open to receive what you have to share with me and know that like, you don't have to be all like mystical and magical about your language. Like you can literally be like, Hey, spirit group, what up? Like, um, I'm here to receive your messages. Okay. Thanks. Like it doesn't have to be like, I call upon the four elements and the four directions. Like it doesn't have to be like, (laughs) in that way like it can literally just be like a soul the spirit like calling them in in whatever way feels right for you there's no wrong way to do it the only wrong way to do it is to think it has to be something other than than what's meant for you Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so the next question i have for you when you are listening to your intuition, how does it feel for you? How do you know when it's right or wrong? Hmm. 
that's such a hard question for me to answer and not because I don't have my answer, but because most people don't relate to this answer. My answer is literally just, I know, like I just know. <laughs> so I've thought about this, like how do I answer this so that it can make sense to people? But so when there's something that I'm, that I'm, curious about or that I'm wondering about, or should I do this or should I do that? If it's something that I know that I'm meant to do, but I'm scared mm -hmm. and that like fear is getting in the way, mm -hmm. I will notice that I will notice certain feelings in my body. For me, it will be like a like a solar plexus, like a hit there. And that's always when I know that it's like, like a fear thing. Um, and, and when that happens and, and then sometimes too, I'll listen to what my thoughts are telling me because fear thoughts, they always sound like fear thoughts. They're all, they never come from a space of love. They come mm -hmm. from this, the, the voice of like, well, what if you do this? And then everybody thinks you're crazy. Or what if, you, um, you know, what if you do this thing and then everything falls apart? Or what if you do that and it's, everything gets messed up and, and nah, nah, nah. like, you know, that's what the fear voice sounds like. And so I'm, I'm now really able to recognize, okay, these are fear thoughts. What, where are they coming from? Um, and why are they there? And I'm able to like walk myself through, but I guess, I guess what I do when I have a question about anything is I just stop, take a breath, I sink in, and I check in with myself. And, and then it's either a yes or it's a no. And if I'm unsure, I kind of go through that cycle like I just talked about. And if there's not a fear thing that's there and it's just and unsure, I know, okay, that there's more information to come. Mm -hmm. And that's why I don't have the answer. Or one of my favorite things to do, mm -hmm. I have this thing that I call the both mentality. And when I'm trying to choose, if there's like options that I'm choosing between and I'm having a hard time, should I do this or should I do that or, or whatever? And they're both options that I like. I say, well, why can't I just choose both? Like, why can't I just choose both? And my husband, Keith, always says to me stuff like, you always want to have your cake and eat it too. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking do. Of course I do. And because I believe some of the times when the options are like that, because I believe, well, why can't I do both? Mm -hmm. Then I, I make that a reality that both things can be an option. Sometimes that's the case too. Who told us we couldn't have both? And right? Who told us we couldn't have our cake and eat it too? Right? And that's the saying, like, you can't mm -hmm. have your cake and eat it too. Well, who says? Yeah. Like, no, I want both. That's a big story we've been told, guys. <laughs> yeah. You can have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mind blowing, right? Yeah. Mind blowing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, what you do is very similar to what I do. And it's just, it is very much a knowing. And I know for me, when I, especially when I come up against fear and resistance, um, 
I feel like a lot in my body when I, when I do it. And, um, so if it's something that's a yes, but I'm afraid of it, it still feels, even though it feels scary and I can feel like the, the fear energy, the nervous energy going through my body. And it feels like I'm on edge a little bit, but it's still, when I actually sink into the choice, it still feels expansive. Mm -hmm. So it still feels like if I were to do this, it's lighter. Like I can, it's like, I can feel my body opening and I can feel the smile on my face when mm. I think about it. And it makes me want to open my heart. Yes, it's scary. And I can feel that fear energy, but overall the choice that I want to make, if it's a yes, it feels expansive. Mm -hmm. When it's something that I don't want to do and I want to say no to and I also have fear energy in there like for example if somebody asks me to do something and I'm feeling like I don't really want to do this but what if I let them down what if this what if that what if that if it feels contracted so if you if you sink into the choice and it makes you feel smaller it makes you feel like your shoulders want to curve in and it feels heavy and just like it's pulling you down, that is a no. Mm -hmm. And that's a good way to really know the difference because the fear energy is probably going to be there typically in both circumstances. Mm -hmm. So it's about taking that step through the fear energy and seeing, is this pulling me down or is this asking me to step into a higher, more expanded level? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like that a lot. And I think um, I'm feeling called to share this because this is something that comes up a lot in my readings is we, whether you know you are or believe you are or not, you have always had intuition. And so something that's so important to remember is that to think back to times when you just had a feeling or a knowing about something that you wanted to do. And even though maybe it didn't totally make sense that you did it anyways and it worked out or where there was something that you were going to do or thinking about doing or, or whatever. And you had that feeling like, I don't think this is a good idea. And then you did it anyways. And then things kind of got yucky or messed up or it didn't end up well. When you go back and you remember those thoughts, those memories, those things, that's your evidence of your intuition because even if you didn't listen to it, you still noticed it. Mm -hmm. And so when you go back and you say, okay, I have this evidence of the times where I listened to that feeling and things worked out or the times where I didn't listen to it and things fucked up just because they still didn't go in a like solid direction you still, you're like, okay, but I heard, like I had those red flags. I had that feeling that it wasn't the right thing and I did it anyways. So you still have all of that evidence to trust yourself. You're just kind of thinking and feeling that you don't because so often we focus on where we think we're dropping the ball as opposed to all of the evidence that you already have accumulated in this lifetime to trust yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And remember that you always have the power to choose again. Yes. Always. You can change your mind any damn time you feel like it. Yep. Always. Yep. And if you think you're following your intuition and you realize like, nope, that was actually the wrong choice, the quote unquote wrong choice, mm -hmm. just make another choice and go back on the path that 
your intuition was leading you down. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Always choose again. Mm-hmm. No one can ever take that power away from you. Except for yourself. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're stuck somewhere and you're feeling like I don't have a choice, know that that's the story that you're telling yourself because there's always a choice. There's always something that can be done, that can be shifted, that can be looked at in a different way. You can always choose again. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. This was so amazing stuff. I know. I loved it so much. Oh my gosh. This was so amazing. So I have just a couple fun questions to ask you before we close off today. Um, first, is there anything else you're feeling called to share before we kind of come to a close? Mm-mm. I feel like I shared all of the things that I was meant to share today. Thank you, spirit. <laughs> Thank you, spirit. Oh, yeah. Thank you, stuff. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be the, the music that closes out the podcast today. We're going to do our own. Yeah, we'll just beatbox it. Wicka, wicka, wicka. That was a CD scratcher. Record scratch. I don't even know what it's scratching. Ooh, okay. Oh, that aged you for a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Nerds in the house. Okay. Um, so some fun questions. If you were any animal... What would you be? Hmm. I would be a butterfly. Hmm. I would be a butterfly. I would be floating around. I would be fluttering. I would be checking out the flowers. I would be making other butterfly friends. And... Yeah, that was the first animal that came to me was a butterfly, which it's so funny now that I'm like woke and realized that there's like a message and a sign and everything. When I was 15 years old, mm-hmm. I, without permission of my mother, went and got my very first tattoo. But of course, like y- you have to put it in a place where your mom's not going to see it. So it is on my left butt cheek. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it is this purple butterfly. It's like a little bit, maybe a little bit bigger than a toonie. And I, like most people, when they're like, oh my God, I got this horrendous tattoo when I was 15. I fucking love it. And when I, like even still, and yeah. when I look back on the symbol, symbolism of, of a butterfly now, it just like gives me like the warm, fuzzy feels because I know that even right now where I'm at in this lifetime is such an expansive butterfly feeling, but to also know that we continuously go through that like caterpillar crawling, get in the cocoon rebirth into the butterfly Mm -hmm. that, that, that cycle continues to happen. So butterfly for the win. I love that. Mm-hmm. I also love that it's on your feminine side butt cheek. Right? <laughs> I know, right? Like so many signs going going into that. For those of you who don't know, your feminine energy is your left, your masculine energy is your right. Mm-hmm. So Steph has a very feminine butterfly butt cheek. Yes. Oh yeah. Calling in that feminine <laughs> butterfly energy. Oh, amazing. All right. What, what edge are you on? What are you bringing into your life? Hmm. Right now I'm in this really, I just keep calling it like a weird space because in the couple of months leading up to now, 
there has been so much growth, so much new stuff, Mm -hmm. so much expansiveness. And I felt so called to just go inward right now and just embody what I've learned. And it's been a really weird couple of weeks because my physical energy feels great. My mental energy, my emotional energy, it all feels really great. My life right now feels so fucking good. Like things are really great, but I'm still feeling called to just go inward. And normally for me, that happens when I'm like, I will have those like physical symptoms in my body or my Mm -hmm. energy will be exhausted. So like those will be my cues to go inward. So it's been weird because it's, everything feels great, but I'm like, like go inward and and see what's in there. But I've realized through connecting with myself, that's what's happened right now is that I have expanded and stretched and stretched and stretched. Mm -hmm. And now I meant to strengthen what I've learned, what has grown, what I've discovered so that then to move up to that next level. So, um, what I'm really wanting to lean into in the new year is carrying on with my um, intuitive life coaching, with my rebirth coaching that I've been doing um, with my one-on-one clients and also in group. Mm -hmm. But for myself, just really embodying the mother archetype. Mm. And so with, um, for those of you that don't know the, the triple goddesses, the maiden, the mother and the crone, the, the maiden is kind of when we're young, when we're learning, when we're experiencing and the mother is almost when we step into, or it is the, the mother goddess is when we step into literally that mothering. And so the way that it's represented for me has been in the sense of, mothering and and nurturing and holding space for other people, but most Mm -hmm. importantly, mothering and nurturing myself in some of the spaces where that has been needed. I've been um, working with actually a coach of my own to heal some of my own mother wounds that I've been carrying um, and not just specifically from my mother, although some of them have, have been that, but also just within my maternal lineage. Mm -hmm. And so I've done a lot of healing with that because, um, I have stepped into now that, that mother archetype of loving and nurturing and, and, you know, my husband and I are planning down the road, hopefully if, you know, if we can be blessed for this to actually like start a family. And so I also know that that's something that I'm preparing for. And, and of course, by doing healing on some of my own mothery type of stuff, that means more strength and love and nurturing and, and basically just like less like maternal lineage shit that I've had to carry (laughs) that I won't pass on, you know, to the family that I want to have one day. And so Mm -hmm. that's like 2020 is feeling like a mothering year. And I feel like my mom's going to hear this and get really excited because right now she just is a grandma to my cats. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be like, Oh my God, she's going to be really excited. But you know, trusting the universe to send us the things when we are meant to have the things. And until then I will be mothering myself and others. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, that healing energy is Mm. like so needed healing 
the the mother wounds and really becoming that divine mother to yourself mm-hmm. and and the I think it's so beautiful all of the work that you're doing and the the what you are birthing and creating right now because mm-hmm. that's the other part of the the mother energy is that you are birthing and creating even if it's not a child it is things and and energies and like healing and like that's that's all that mother energy right yeah Yeah. so beautiful so beautiful and it gives us so much growth when Mm -hmm. we tap into that Mm -hmm. love it like it's a ride for sure (laughs) it's a ride but it's it's worth it to go in and do all that stuff my last question for you yeah if you were to describe yourself in a metaphor, any type of metaphor, how would you describe yourself? Hmm. I am a feral cat. that can never fully be tamed but also wants to be loved and come live in your home and be loved by you and give you love but also wants to make sure that you know that she will never be tamed (laughs) oh my god I love that (laughs) which um like my husband fully knows, fully aware. And he <laughs> is so, so wonderful. He's given me the space to be exactly as I am, even though he a lot of the time doesn't get it, doesn't understand it, is like, this is all really, really weird. Okay, Steph, I hope you don't tell that to other people, you know, like that kind of thing. But he, he's never once ever made me feel like I'm not allowed to be the person that I am. And I, mm-hmm. I realize how blessed I am yeah. to, to have him and to have chosen him. I mean, like literally in this lifetime, I, I chose him, but um, you know, my soul, our souls chose each other. We've, we've had many many lifetimes together. It's, <laughs> it's taken us a while to get to this point. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Steph, so much for being on the podcast today. This was incredible. And thank you listeners for sticking around. I know this was a long episode, <laughs> but it was amazing. And we had to go deep. Yes, <laughs> like it was beautiful. I have so much Scorpio in my chart that I don't really do the surface level thing. So <laughs> anything you do with me, we're we're gonna go we're gonna go deep. Yeah, yeah. And I'm <laughs> I'm Sagittarius and Scorpio, and it's yes. just like you're gonna get fire and deepness. Yes, fiery mm-hmm. depths of my hell. No, get, I'm kidding. <laughs> get right in there. Get right in there. So yeah, like I said earlier, um, anything that anything about this that like really spoke out to you that you felt the goosebumps about that you maybe felt emotional about that you felt the tingly nudgy feelings about lean into that know that whatever you felt about the specific things you heard today that those things were meant for you and again any questions that you have 
I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here to, to guide, to help, to answer your questions. If you have a question for me about something I experienced or what, you know, that kind of thing, I'm, I'm totally like here for that. And of course, um, I have my, my readings, my spirit readings that I do. I have life coaching that I do. That's one-on-one. I have, um, group life coaching sessions, but I also have like a la carte group, um, you know, a group session or a group, um, yeah, session, I guess you could call it that, that people can, can book. So again, I always just say, if something's speaking to you and something's calling to you, lean into that because that means that you're meant to go there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And what's the best place to connect with you? Is that Instagram? Instagram is my jam. It's my favorite place. My name on Instagram is Steph D. Rempel. I'm sure it will be linked in the show notes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. You can find me there. And um, yes, I love like being fun, being silly, being goofy, dance parties on my Instagram stories. One of my favorite things. Um, I really don't take myself very seriously. So if that's something that you need more of in your life, just like come on down to the party <laughs> as if you couldn't tell from this episode. Yeah, right? <laughs> totally yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you steph for being here oh, yes. this was so amazing oh, thank and, you for having me oh, anytime i will definitely have you back on the, another episode because there is so much depth to this woman. She is incredible. <laughs> and uh, this only scratched the surface, if you guys can believe that. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely have you back. And I will see all of you on the next episode. Yay. Thank you, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>